This episode is brought to you by the Ghoulish Gallery, Movies for Days, Dewey Podmonster, The Aardvark and Magic Moshi Do Red Dwarf, Video Tasties, Voices from the Mausoleum, You Gonna Eat That Crust, and Pop Culture Reflections, all members of the You Run Podcast Network, all available at yourunpodcast.com. True crime. True crime. True crime. True crime. True crime. Your true crime. You want the boring stuff? Shit. You in the wrong place. My hair shot. Okay, ma'am, calm down. What kind of shot? I was uh, branching out. That's when the cannibalism started. Eating of the heart and uh, the arm muscle. People say Ted Bundy didn't show any emotion. There must be something in that. I showed emotion. You know what people said? See, you really can't get violent and angry. As long as I can reach in your mind and control your fear because you're a coward, I'm going to play any game and I can play on you all the way to the White House. The cops knew who I was and let me become a serial killer. Uh, making me feel that uh, they were a part of me. Give me the fire department or the police or the paramedics. Somebody. I don't care. You decide. Well, we ain't like everybody else. Hello, Happy New Year and welcome to 2024. Uh, this is True Crime. My name is Scott. And I'm Heather. Uh, we are part of the You Run Podcast Network and YouRunPodcast.com. <laughs> uh, we are your hosts twice a month as we take you through true crime cases that are voted for by you. We are an opinionated show. We're not like other shows. We give our views and our thoughts. And we also give you a place to do that as well. Um, mm-hmm. It's really easy to get involved. All you need to do is follow us at You Run Podcast on any of the plethora of social media that's out there. We're, we're pretty yes. much everywhere. Um, if you want to follow the hell, father, father, Heather, father, Heather, follow her. I don't Heather. need a father, but you can follow no. me. You can follow her. You cannot father her. Uh, she Very is so. at Wednesday Wine and Horror <laughs> on Instagram. Um, if you've got some something directly you want to say to us or you want us to share with mm-hmm. our audience drop us an email at yourunpodcast.com yes. no you run podcast at gmail.com wow you yes. can tell we've had a christmas break um <sighs> or you can record us a voice note dm um anywhere that allows you to do that you'll see the microphone button push it hold it down speak leave a message yep. we'll play it on the air um any emails we receive will also get read out we'll read them out in full and then you'll yeah. get our thoughts um any of you who have listened for a while now um, knows that we're not like other shows. We we mm-hmm. Our intro music even says we're not like other shows. It's Today, true. we are going to be a little bit more like some other shows because the subject we're covering is not fun at all. Not even, nope. not even slightly. Um, it's a case covering a subject that both me and Heather and I imagine many other people feel very strongly about. It's fair to say that this warning needs this episode needs a warning it needs a Mm -hmm. it needs a trigger warning we are talking about a school shooting it is going Mm -hmm. to be a very emotionally upsetting episode it's a very very recent case um this is the hardest case i have ever looked at by a country mile doing the investigation to this leading up to up to christmas yeah pushed me to a point where I considered ending the podcast as opposed to doing this episode. Yep. It, I'm right there with you. Like, I I think I probably would have been like, um, 
sure, we're going to have to go on hiatus or either we're going to have to change the format. This honestly had a damaging effect on my mental well-being looking into this case. Um, This case we're discussing because we want to add to the bigger conversation to stop and help prevent further school shootings. So if this leads to more conversation about gun control or more conversation about how they increase securities in schools or how they train teachers or how they restrict people getting Mm -hmm. weaponry, whatever this helps add to that conversation, this is the point of that episode. Um, On the 24th of May, a former student at a Texas school killed 19 students and two teachers, wounded 17 others after already shooting and wounding his grandmother at home. Today, we're talking about gun control, police response to school shootings and sharing the tragic story of the lives lost at the Robb Elementary School in Uvalade, Texas. An active shooter for a time at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. This is about 80 miles outside of San Antonio. There is word potentially multiple children have been killed. This happened at the Robb Elementary School in the Uvalde Consolidated Independence School District. The alleged gunman opening fire off campus, then reportedly running into the school, barricading himself in a classroom. Flowers, notes, crosses, and now pictures of the victims placed outside the school. Members of the community coming to pray and pay their respects to the lives lost. And we're learning more about the chaos and fear during the attack. Children escaping through windows. A 911 dispatcher apparently heard telling police a child is on the phone in the room with the gunman while officers held their position in the hallway. The law enforcement response to the shooting now under extreme scrutiny. The Justice Department conducting a full review. And on this Memorial Day, the tight-knit community grieving unimaginable loss, now attending wakes and preparing for 21 funerals. 19 children and two teachers killed amid systemic failures and poor decision-making. That's the damning conclusion from the most exhaustive probe of why it took nearly 400 police and other officers more than an hour to confront and kill an 18-year-old gunman here in May. In what Texan legislators described as a chaotic scene marked by a lack of clear leadership and sufficient urgency, their report found that law enforcement responders failed to adhere to their active shooter training and failed to prioritize saving the lives of innocent victims over their own safety, blaming the officers' lackadaisical approach. The people of Uvalde before this, they felt it couldn't happen here. They felt that. That's the false sense of security I worry about. I think some of the same systems that we found here that failed that day are across the entire state and country. We're going to start this by talking about the school shooter himself, as I feel Mm. it's important that we try to get some sort of understanding of who this person was, because that, I think, is important to understand why he did what he did. Yeah. We're going to take you through the events of the day of the shooting. We're also going to discuss the police response to this attack on the school. Um, Our episode of Extended Cut, we're going to be talking more about the case and sharing thoughts on the wider issue of shootings and gun control. Um, We're also going to be talking on whether this could have been prevented or at least the the damage that was caused minimised. We're also going to be reaching out for all of your opinions, and I imagine 
extended cut is going to be packed with everyone else's thoughts. It's going to... <laughs> If you didn't want to get a politically a political episode, we're gonna it's it's gonna it's, get fucking bonkers because yeah. you have so many people in America, say America especially, the gun control stuff where you have your Republicans and you have the Democrats, and it's just it's it's so much that like honestly, I don't even get into all that PC shit or political shit at all because gonna, I'm just like we're gonna now. I know we, we to... are, but when we're getting the opinions of others, people are going to be like, don't take my guns. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like that, like, I don't have time for this. It's not about you. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll see. We'll see what the general response is, but we're going to share our thoughts and we'll see, we'll yeah. see where everyone else is. Um, yeah. These episodes are going to be hard to listen to, especially if you have young children. Mm-hmm. Um, we apologize if any content in this episode is upsetting, but it is important to have these conversations and to help push this conversation bigger. Because mm. without this conversation being a bigger issue than it already is, yeah, it's not going to change. No, um, it, ha- it hasn't changed in the last like 28, 28, 29 years or something. Since the first shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, With this case so recently, I want to offer our condolences to the families and the victims of this horrific crime. Um, Both me and Heather have children around this age, and Mm -hmm. it is honestly the most unimaginable heartbreak that I can't even begin to fathom or understand. Um, As I've said multiple times, this episode is to make this conversation bigger and I'm going to do that with the utmost respect for you and your families. Um, and I, I hope this leads to a bigger conversation. Um, we're going to start with the school shooter. Um, the killer in the school shooting was 18-year-old Salvador Ramos, a former student of Rob mm-hmm. Elementary High School. Yes. Sorry, Rob Elementary School, not Elementary High School. Yes. Um, when he was at school, he suffered at the hands of bullies um, who would pick on him for his limited clothing options, his haircut, and just about anything else. We've spoken about this before. Kids can be mean. Um, yes. It was reported that he had no friends and he was a loner. We don't have any really confirmed information about his overall school life. It's a lot of rumours and a lot of conversations that, could mm-hmm. be true they might not be true so exactly. we're going to jump forward about a year before the school shooting mm-hmm. um this is when ramos started posting on instagram um and he yes. was posting pictures of rifles which are on his wish list there are reports mm-hmm. he would spend evenings driving around with his friends shooting random people with a bb gun um he also boasted about killing animals and threatened to kidnap and rape multiple girls on the app There are huge red flags here. And this is something that social media need to monitor closer. Yeah, because he's posted. Well, I know, but see, it's already like I'm trying not to get mad and upset already. But it's like, you, you know, Instagram and social media platforms, it's like, it's fine if some girl shows her crotch or her, like, we don't give a fuck. I don't even understand what, like, okay, first of all, I don't care. But then it's like some guy who has given you these red flags of like, 
posting guns and it's not like oh i went hunting it's not in that context this no, is it's, like it's i want a semi-automatic rifle I, why do you need that you're not in the military you're not like law enforcement or and even then i don't even i don't know a whole lot about guns but i will say i'm pretty sure that's not even protocol no like you, absolutely that's, I, that's not the sort of we'll get to that we'll get to yeah. that gun yeah, conversation because yeah, yeah. i've got a lot to, we don't have guns here in the uk They're, it's not yeah, something no. we, we can buy rifles and we can buy shotguns for hunting and yes. you can get those licensed and but as a general rule we cannot go out and buy you don't carry sem- around guns no we see can- i'm gonna tell you here you can you can get a license to do open carry or uh, concealing carry, which would basically yeah. be like put it in your vehicle, and yeah. it's insane. Um, about month, about two months prior to the shootings at the school, uh, Ramos moved out of his home with his mum and her boyfriend, and mm-hmm. he moved in with his grandparents. Um, his mum was a frequent drug drug user, and they yeah. reportedly had explosive rows. Um, the one that caused him to move out was about her switching the Wi-Fi off. Now, because he, yeah, that's showing his, uh, like he got pissed off about it, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. his mum described him as not a monster, but said he could be aggressive. Yeah, because there's underlying issues there. I just, there's mm. massive underlying issues there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, I've got personal opinions. From what I've heard so far, this guy is already a monster. He's and I mean, he's like, he needs kidnap. help. Yeah, he does need help. He's he threatening help. to rape and kidnap people online. He needs to. He needs some sort of mental health assistance. Yes, but mom's not going to help him because I mean, like, clearly she's high. He's, well, and, and it's just a bad home life, and then you have a boyfriend. So, see, I couldn't. I don't think I found anything on the father. No. No, I couldn't find anything. Yeah, either. I mean, I feel like I did try to, like, Google search it. And I'm sure we could have eventually found something. But it's like, he most likely we're going to say that he's on the picture. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I think that's a safe assumption. Yeah. Um, up until about a month before the shootings, he worked at a local Wednesday, uh, Wendy's. Um, yes. Which we do, again, we don't have those here. That I'm assuming is that like a burger? It's king? a fast food. Yeah, it's yeah. like a shitty burger. Yeah, chicken nuggets. Yeah, fast right. food. Um, <laughs> now, his manager said he kept himself to himself, and he was kind of okay as an employee. Mm-hmm. His co-workers told a different story that he would send inappropriate messages to female colleagues, um, and occasionally get aggressive with other male colleagues stating do you know who i am which i find yeah. such a bizarre thing this this kid because he is a kid has got he, this he's like a little scrawny kid like he really still is like that's uh, what he was and he's got this such warped image in his head of what he mm-hmm. believes he is and i'm not a big advocate to say that video games and movies affect people but they can yeah if they're, if they're not monitored by a parent. And I very much get the vibe that this is a kid who spent too much time playing shoot 'em up games and it affected him and he thought that that's how you can live your life. I genuinely believe that. I think that starts with a mental state to begin with, with the child. And so we can't really, as a society, we like to blame the video yeah. games or say this or that. But technically, no, because the if the child already had a low mental state and he's dealing with these 
behavioral, whatever issues it is, and you play in violence, stuff like that, sometimes that's like giving him that like, mm, I like violence. And yeah. there you go. So again, let's not blame the video games because my son plays like Call of Duty and stuff, but he's not... No, you know what I'm he, saying? Like yeah. he doesn't. There's no red flags. Of course, if there was, immediately I'm going like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we're, I'm not yeah. dealing with this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it's yeah. it's it's one of those things, and it's like all of these things are okay if they're moderated and they're monitored, yeah, and you, I think so. You are paying close attention to your kids and what mental state they have. But like I said, yeah. his mum's high as a kite, and she, from what I can it's gather, just... didn't really give a shit. No. Um, on the 14th of May, uh, Ramos sent a message to a friend on Instagram stating 10 more days. Um, the person replied, what, are you going to shoot up a school or something? And R- Ramos replied, no, stop asking dumb questions, you'll see. Um, on the 17th of May, uh, the day after his 18th birthday, Ramos yeah. bought a Smith & Western semi-automatic rifle, legally, I want to add, um, he purchased a second rifle three days later. And mm. this is where I want to talk about not even gun control, but just the common sense of not selling a semi-automatic rifle to an 18-year-old kid. Like, you can't even go and get drunk in the United States until you're yeah. 21, but you can have a semi-automatic rifle? Are you fucking for real? Yep, you can. You I- can. I do not understand Very how easy. that works. Yeah. And like we had it there. He was giving it there and then there's your rifle. Yeah. Like, it's and, fucking and crazy. Things, things are, this, the thing is, is like in the United States, like obviously each state kind of has their own little wonky law about like this and that, blah, 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 whatever. Okay. Et cetera. I don't know about every state because I don't live in every state. Um, I know some things about here in Louisiana, but <laughs> I cannot fathom either how someone can look at someone, a child, because 18 is still a child to me. Yeah. And I don't think anybody should be able to buy a goddamn weapon like that. They should not. I mean, like, unless you are like military, like I said, military police, and even then, not the best idea. Um but my whole a, thing is like, why? Why do you need an assault rifle? What yeah. do you think that they're for? Uh, and there's a difference in buying a gun for home protection, like a handgun or a rifle or a shotgun. Which That's... we have one in my home, but it is in a lockbox. It's put up. I will not even say where at, but it's put up and it yeah. is locked. And it's actually not loaded because my husband has taken many courses and he's like, put it this way. In the event of something happening... I hope to, I hope it doesn't, but like yeah, he would doesn't. be prepared, right? Yeah. But like he, he does not like that. Like it's not like, ooh, I yeah. don't know. It's just it, like he's... responsible gun ownership. Yeah. He's not running out on the front lawn with a no. semi automatic rifle, which is something no. completely different. Exactly. Um, Ramos was proud of his purchases. Um, he had messaged a friend that he met through Yubo, which is like a, it's, a, it's another social media app, a smaller one. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. And he sent pictures of the receipts for his purchases. He also posted pictures of his rifles on Instagram about three days prior to the shooting. I, I just don't understand that. Um, it's a re- He's a really troubled kid. Yeah. And the fact he could buy a semi-automatic rifle on his 18th birthday is, is wild to me. Um, yeah. And it all, what else I find weird, because we both know a school counsellor, we both know one 
together. Yes. But I yeah, know many others. And yeah. from what I can gather, at no point has like a school counsellor stepped in or a teacher stepped in or anyone realised that this kid is really having a rough time and no one stepped in to help him. To check out his home life. So it makes you wonder, how did he act at school? Like, he was bullied. Um, That's not actually, this is the thing. Bullying does not equal someone going and harming others. Sometimes it does, and it's unfortunate. But again, to me, this went deeper than just him being bullied. This went deeper than that because there was clearly something sinister going on in his mind and yeah. problems and the bullying escalated that. But yeah, so it makes me wonder, like, did no one try to check on him while he was at school to be like, you're clearly getting bullied. But again, he may have kept, it's yeah. it's hard to know. It's really hard to know. And, and this <clears throat> bit we're going to talk through now, we're actually going to talk through the events of that day. Um, mm-hmm. Anyone who is already struggling, now might be the time to dip out if you're not in for listening to this. This is going to be hard. Yeah, you can you can come back because it's still very hard to get through. It, it was even yeah. hearing it happen, happen on the news and stuff. It's just it's like it just is happening again, all over yeah. again. Um, on the 24th of May 2022, Ramos and his grandmother got into a heated argument over the fact mm-hmm. that he failed to graduate high school. Yeah. Um, during this argument, Ramos shot his grandmother in the face with one of his rifles um, before stealing her car and fleeing the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, her neighbours come to her aid um, and called emergency services. And thankfully, his grandmother, who was 66, yeah. survived the attack. Mm-hmm. Um, Using his Facebook account, he messaged a 15-year-old girl he met online from Germany. Uh, He sent three messages. The first to say he was he shot. He's going to shoot his grandmother. Um, So this was premeditated. He knew he was doing it before they had a row. Um, The second was confessing that he would had shot his grandmother, and the final message was about 15 minutes before he arrived at the school to say that he was going to shoot up an elementary school. The 15-year-old girl replied, "Cool." Um, the girl was arrested and tried in Frankfurt. Uh, she was found guilty of failing to report planned crimes. Yeah, uh, she was issued a warning and given educational measures, uh, which in Frankfurt is basically what they refer to as a mental health evaluation and mental okay. health treatment um, to make her understand that that is not cool and what she could have done could have saved many lives had she said something. Yeah, I don't understand that, but... No. Um, at around 11.30, uh, Ramos crashed his grandmother's truck through the barricade outside the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, he climbed the fence and entered the school grounds. As he entered the school grounds, he took several shots at people in a nearby funeral home. Um, they yeah. missed, but this was around the time that police started receiving 9 more calls. Mm-hmm. So they were aware there was a shooter in the area. Yeah. Um. After hearing the 911 call, uh, the school response officer arrived on the scene. Um, He drove past Ramos. Um, Mm. He was in pursuit of a teacher he believed to be the school shooter. Now, I don't know what that officer saw that day. I can't say what he saw. But Ramos, when he was caught, was wearing a tactical vest, was dressed all in black and was carrying a semi-automatic rifle. Yeah. I'm not saying this guy wasn't looking properly but how do you drive past someone 
in full tactical gear carrying an assault rifle. I mean, I, he should be more aware of like what that gear would be. And also like, where, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. You'd be so suspicious that you're going to hone in on that. Yeah. I, I don't know. And I, I just, I, honestly, like the more I thought about it, the more I cannot wrap my head around you've got yeah. this kid in a full tactical vest, all dressed mm-hmm. in black, carrying a rifle. And this school cop drives past him and doesn't see him. I just, I, I can't understand how he didn't see him. I don't know. Um, I've got lots to say about law enforcement on this event later. Um, It's not the first weird thing that happens, and it's definitely not the last. Um, We'll talk about their police response or lack of shortly. Um, Ramos entered the school and began firing at 11.32 a.m. A teacher saw him coming and closed the door. Um, The lock didn't work. Um, these doors should lock immediately, but it didn't. The lock was faulty. Mm-hmm. Um, a police officer had his rifle aimed at Ramos before Ramos entered the school, and he did not take the shot because he was waiting for his supervisor's permission to do so. Not me. I'm sorry, you guys. Like, not me. I'm gonna get fired. I get fired. I get fired. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna. I just. Yeah. yeah it's already starting to make me get emotional. I don't want to start crying. But yeah, it's it, so it's, ridiculous. Um, it took 15 minutes for the school to put put in a full lockdown response after hearing the gunfire. Yeah. yeah. Um, after entering the school, Ramos walked the halls before entering room 111, um, which was adjoining with room 112. Mm-hmm. Um, a teacher, Irma Garcia, attempted to lock the door, um, but was shot through the glass. Yeah. Ramos backed the teacher into the classroom and said goodnight before killing her. He then said, you're mm-hmm. all going to die before opening fire on the rest of the classroom. According to a survivor, Ramos played sad music from his iPod as he'd done this. Um, most of the shootings happened in the first few minutes after Ramos entered these classrooms. Yeah. But police did not enter the school for well over an hour. Um, what went on in these classrooms is unthinkable and... I don't want to go into any detail of what happened in these classrooms. It is available, but I'm not going to do that. There's a couple of things that I picked out on that I want to share because I want people to understand just how terrifying it was in these rooms. Um, A student who was 11 Mm -hmm. um, wasn't shot and played dead on the floor. Um, She smeared herself with her classmates' blood so that Ramos would not shoot her. Yeah, And this is an 11-year-old girl, and that is something that she will live with forever. Um, A police officer shouted into room 112, basically, are you okay? And a little girl called for help. And because Ramos heard her, he then shot and killed this little girl. Uf Naralo Reyes uh, was the teacher, one of the teachers in room 111. Mm-hmm. Um, he told students to get under their desk and pre- pretend to be asleep. Yeah. Um, he also recalls hearing officers in the hall multiple times, um, but they never entered the classroom and they kept retreating back. Um, Ramos did briefly leave these two classrooms and he tried to enter room 109, which was directly across the hall. Mm-hmm. Um, the teacher in that classroom had wedged the door. Again, the door lock didn't work. She'd wedged the door with a chair. Yeah. 
Um, Ramos couldn't get in, but he shot through the glass panel of the door before he went back to room 111 and 112. It wasn't until 12.50 that Border Patrol officers entered the room. Uh, Ramos opened fire and they returned fire, ending his life um, in the classroom that he was actually taught in himself. Um, We very rarely name victims for a case, but I want everyone to understand the level of harm and devastation that this caused. I want everyone who's an advocate for easy access to firearms, who believes that everyone's got a right to have a gun, regardless of what their background or upbringing is. I want you to hear the names of the teachers and the children who lost their lives because your gun control is fucking shit. Nevea Bravo, 10. Jacqueline Carreras, 9. Macanina Elrod, 10. Jose Flores Jr., 10. Elia Garcia, 9. Uzziah Garcia, 10. Amari Garza, 10. Xavier Lopez, 10. Janice Levenos, 10. Tess Matter, 10. Miranda Mathis, 11. Aletha Ramirez, 10. Annabel Rodriguez, 10. Matea Rodriguez, 10. Alexandria Rubio, 10. Leila Salazar, 11. Jelia Siliguero, 10. Ilana Torres, 10. Rogeo Torres, 10. Irma Garcia, 48. And Eva Morales, 44. There is no excuse for these people to have died because the gun control is bad. No excuse whatsoever. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry, you guys. Like, I, it just hit. Like, I can't. I, it's hard for me. So I won't be, I'm not going to be talking a whole lot, I guess, on this episode, but I I can't. Sorry, Scott. It's just, it got me. I'm with you. In my feels. Yeah. It just, it's just, I don't understand it. It's, it's like, my whole thing is, it's like, these little kids are like in what I think fourth, I think it was like fourth grade. And um, I think about fourth grade and I'm yeah. just thinking like, what did, why would you target them? Like they weren't bullying you. It wasn't them like this. It's no. just so it's not the hurt people hurt people. I get that. Okay. We've all hurt people like, but this is not, no, this is not, this is not taking out revenge on the people who bullied you and no. hurt you. This is killing innocent children who've done absolutely like, nothing wrong. Who just, re- they just want to be at school and play, play football yeah. and draw pictures and joke with their classmates. They don't, it's. No, it, no parent should have to have that fear of sending their kids to school and, and just thinking this is the last time that you're going to see your kid. It's no. fucking disgusting. And it, I, I'm, it pisses me off and it's completely yeah. preventable, which is what yes. frustrates me the most, which brings me on to how law enforcement handled this. Um, yeah. I said at the start of this episode, we're an opinionated show. 
you do not have to agree with what me and Heather have said and what me and Heather are about to say. Yep. This is why you can contact the show. If you want to share your thoughts and you think it's they're, they're different or even if they're the same, we want you to yeah. share them. Um, what we're about to say next, the behaviour of the law, law enforcement is going to be, I'm just, it's going to be the most damning opinion you've ever heard of law enforcement from anyone ever. Um, they done literally everything wrong and allowed Ramos to kill 19 students under the age of 12 and two teachers. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in a minute. There's nothing better than hanging out with your best friends chatting horror movies. At Voices from the Mausoleum, we have programming that covers everything from found footage to gaming, interviews, and even the first horror morning talk show. Come join us. We're all friends at the Mausoleum. You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm sorry. I just, it was hard for me to, I think it just upsets me. Uh, I think it hits me so hard because I have two boys that are in junior high and like, luckily we've never had to encounter that. Like it's never happened in, in this state or where I live. And luckily my kids school, like when they go in, it is a lot. Like you can't even get into the school unless you are buzzed through. They, every door, when the kids go into the classroom, automatically locks they're not even allowed to go out of the classroom to use the bathroom it's like they're very and i don't know if it's because louisiana is like a gun-toting state and like they don't fuck around no they don't the southern states do not the the southern states don't fuck around which is why i find it so insane how this happened in texas i know and then then there was one that happened in uh there was the school shooting that happened in Tennessee, like not very long ago, too. Yeah. But um, but in the southern yeah. states, I would expect law enforcement to show up, kick the door down, shoot the person. It's over. Well, well we're going to get into that because yeah. I did read about that. In, in So first off, the police had a chance to shoot Ramos before he entered the school. Mm-hmm. Now, I know the officer was waiting for permission from his supervisor. Yeah. <clears throat> My question is that. No one would have died had that officer taken the shot. Did he have to shoot to kill him? No. No, and I don't think they typically do in that situation, correct? Like, from what I understand, it would be to disarm him so that... Because he's standing there with a fucking rifle. They already know he's meant to do harm, so shoot him in the shoulder, shoot him in the leg... Because he's it, not going to be able to go. Yeah, it, even even if you shoot him five times in the legs, I, I really don't care. But it stops yeah. him going into that building. And in my opinion, 100% that shot should have been taken. Yeah, I, it's hard to understand because the, this is not the first school shooting. No. And it's, it's sort of like, well, you have to have your protocol and set set out for this mess by now. Every school should be informed on what to do every school should have the safety precautions to make this almost impossible to ever fucking happen and it makes me sick that people waste money on garbage and then it's like but your kid it's almost like did we forget that we need to keep these children alive because mm. they're our fucking future yeah um u.s marshals were called to the scene arriving at 10 past 12 um yeah. by this time the school shooter had already been in the school for 40 minutes what if he hadn't stayed in these two classrooms? What if these officers didn't act when they arrived? It, it's all yeah. bullshit protocols that 
cost children their lives because they're so worried about ticking the box and doing things in the right order that they didn't do what they should have done, which is take this guy out, whether it's injure him or it, I hate to say it, even if you have to take a kill shot to prevent the deaths of. I other mean, people. that guy wasn't. Go- I, 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 if I had to play out the scenario in my mind or my head on this, I would say it was probably safe to assume that if they taking a kill shot wouldn't have been out of the way because like he was going to kill like that. He wasn't there to just like threat. No, No. he was there to cause carnage, which he did. Yeah. Um, The school's district police chief, uh, Pedro Arredondo made the decision that it was no longer an active shooter and had transitioned into a barricaded subject. Um, This decision basically led them to believe that Ramos was now contained and this gave them time to call a tactical response unit and not go in themselves. Now, before the US Marshals were on the scene, there Mm. were radio transmissions between the officers on the ground and Pedro Arredondo, who was the the guy running the show. Yes. Um, one One of these stated, if there's kids in there, we need to go in there. And the response they got from someone below Pedro was, whoever is in charge will determine that hold. What do you mean if there's kids in there? Are you fucking insane? Uh, like, no, it, that... it, was, it wasn't a question. It was if there's kids in there, we have to go yeah. in there. Why are we okay, not going? Like, it, was, it was. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, go in there. Like, yeah. you know what? This is the thing. Ain't nobody trying to, everybody's always like trying to play the hero or whatever. But in this situation, in this situation. Be the hero. I, would, I wouldn't be the hero. Like, why do you need to wait? You can hear gunshots, so you know children, and you're probably hearing these little babies screaming. Yeah. It's like, are you? I yeah. I just know that I would have probably blown that guy's brains out, and it's, yeah. I don't care how harsh that sounds. Like legit, I'm gonna kill somebody before they hurt my babies. I'm gonna yeah. tell you right now. Um, there were multiple nine one one calls received from students in the school begging for assistance. Yeah, um, they were all kept on the line by emergency responders and told to remain quiet and hidden if they could um the police chief made several attempts to talk to ramos um with zero success um and held off multiple calls from multiple officers in multiple locations on the site to enter the building saying hold for the tactical response unit um in this time the school had announced on its facebook page that there was an active shooter in the school and parents began to arrive on the scene, as you could imagine. I would be there in a heartbeat. I, I, I don't, yeah. Um, the handling of the parents is absolutely disgusting, in my opinion. Parents pleaded with the officers to enter the building, and they refused. Um, when they refused, parents basically went, well, if you're not going in the building, I am. Um, parents were pinned to the floor, handcuffed, pepper sprayed, and even threatened with tasers for trying to enter the school. Um a viral clip that I saw in the investigation mm-hmm. for this haunts me. Um, a parent is screaming at an officer, why are you not entering the school? And the police officer very sarcastically replies, because I'm having to deal with you. And it's just not, it's not good enough. Well, um, I would like to say that not everybody should be a police officer. I- I'm going to say now the devil himself would not have kept me from getting into that building. Oh, 
Absolutely. This is the thing. Ought like, to have me. Yeah, exactly. Do whatever you want to do. I'm going to do everything I can in my power to make sure my children are safe before me. The yeah. reason why I had kids, I took that vow, just like when you get fucking married, you take the vow to only love that person, be with that person, whatever. But like with my children, I die for them in a heartbeat. You ain't even yeah. got to ask me. You ain't yeah. even got to ask me. And those parents, that's what they were basically doing. Like they knew if they went in, possibly what if they got shot, but their babies would be alive, possibly. Yeah. I, it's disgusting. And it's the it, way that it was handled was not like, it's terrible. I don't understand. No, um, it was actually an off duty tactical response officer who started things moving. Um, he arrived on the scene about an hour after things began. Um, he was having his hair cut and he saw this on the news and yeah. he borrowed his barber's weapon and went to the school he started the evacuation himself he basically turned up on the scene and went why are we all stood around with our thumbs up our asses and he he started evacuating the school Um, additional tactical officers arrived um, which is when they entered the school and they brought the standoff to a close Um, it was reported that the tactical team needed to acquire a master key for the room that Ramos was in and they were held outside by um, Ali, uh, what was he, Pedro Arredondo, held them outside mm-hmm. until they had this key. When they got to the door, it was not locked. They were held outside for another 20 minutes to wait for a key they did not need. Yeah. Um, A lot happened after the events of this tragedy, and a lot of it we're going to save for extended cut because this, yes. yeah. this sent <clears throat> shockwaves through Texas. It sent shockwaves through the United States, but Texas in particular of how they handle school shootings and how they handle lots of legislation really got a kick up the ass after this mm-hmm. case. Um, but we're going to talk about a couple of bits now that I feel need to be covered. Um, on the 3rd of June, the decision was made that the building would no longer be used as a school. Uh, it would not be reopened and students would be moved to new campuses. So mm-hmm. at, the, at the moment, they're in different campuses now. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, on the 21st of June, it was the mayor who ordered the school to be demolished. Um, and there'd be a new school built to replace Rob Elementary. Uh, summer, the construction began summer this year. Uh, sorry, summer last year. And doors yeah. will open fall of this year, fall of 24. Um, the police chief, Pedro Arredondo, uh, the man who wouldn't make a decision, who, in my opinion, is almost as responsible as the shooter for his lack of action. Um, he was placed on administrat- administrative leave on the 3rd of mm-hmm. June. Um, yeah. after very publicly and very vocally defending his decisions as correct, which blew my mind that this guy stood in front of... Stood the parents front of, and stuff of these... Yeah, and, and defended his decision. And in front of news cameras, I went, no, I made the right call. I kept our officers alive. Like, Fuck, what are you on about? Oh, my God. See, this is what I'm saying. Nobody wants anyone to die. No. That's the thing, right? We, In all honesty, no matter how opinionated we are, we're not trying to say like, oh, well, the police should have died. But let me let you know something. As a civil fucking servant that you signed up to do this job, your job is to protect and to serve. So if you die in the line of fire, like in the line of duty, that's your job. That's what you signed up to do. These kids did not sign up to get shot when they're no. in... I'm getting upset. I'm sorry. Like no, I it's, literally, it makes me so goddamn mad. Look. Um, 
this guy, so this um, Pedro Arredondo was also on the city council. Um, He resigned that position on the 2nd of July, um, but he remained as police chief, which blew my mind. (laughs) Um, On the 24th of August, uh, the Uvalde school board had a vote whether to terminate him or not. It was unanimous he was terminated immediately for his poor handling of this. And I still I still can't get over the fact that he defended his decisions. It's like, you've made a bad decision, now put your hands up and go, look, I fucked up. Well, It, it doesn't this, change this, anything, but at least it shows no. that you understand that you made a mistake and that it, you take some responsibility for what happened. In this town, uh, Uvalde, I believe, is, I think is how you, I, I had to struggle with pronouncing it. I didn't want to be disrespectful or whatever. But it's, um, from what I remember, it's uh, close to San Antonio, which is a pretty big city in, in, yeah. in Texas. I've actually been to San Antonio. It's pretty big. So part of me is like, this is a little smaller town outside of that. And, and yeah. when you... If, I've been to Texas several times, different parts of it is Texas is huge and you have so many little suburban, you know, suburb towns. Like when you say you're going to Dallas, Dallas is so wide range that it's just insane. Like it's like another world. But, but my thing is wondering. The United Kingdom fits in Texas. You could take the whole of the UK and drop it in Texas and it's like a uh, corner. I, I, I know, but my thing is like I'm wondering if the ill-equipped manner of them came from the small town. And sometimes people get this notion in their mind that it's a small town; it won't happen. But that's basically where most of these things happen. Yeah. But yeah. They, just starting back from what was it? I think it was 1998, 99 when Columbine happened. Yeah. I think I was in high school, and. That yeah. people still talk about that to this day. Uh, and the thing is, now it's become it's become almost a, a, an epidemic of a problem in the United States. There was it one, is. then there was two, then there was three in a year. Now it's a it's a regular occurrence that we get clips over here yes. on the news in the UK. Like there's been another school shooting in the United States. There's been another shooting in the United States. And yep. It's it's something that we don't have here. And I, we we spoke before we started. So one of the big things yeah. we have here is we'll get um, notifications of people driving around in vans outside schools looking to abduct children. That's so crazy to me, though, too. I think that's it's super scary, but... Yeah, it, it's scary, but that is something that's a lot easier to control. So, like, if, you, if yes. you've got older kids who are, like, 10 or 12 or whatever, and they're walking yeah. to school... And you know that that is then happening. It's been spotted. You can then take very easy steps to make sure there's not an issue there. You either take your kids to school or you get them to go in a group or whatever that may be. But with a school shooting, there is no way to prepare your children to deal with that. There's no way to make your children equipped to deal with that. There's no way to make you as a parent equipped to deal with that. There's nothing you can do as a parent to prevent that from happening. And how unfair is that to have a child, to have to talk to a a child about, well, if this happens, play dead. If this happens, you know what is sad, but I've had, I've had the discussion with my two boys and I'm like, you know, as safe as their school like is, 
things happen. And I, you know, I'll talk to them and I'm like, what do y'all do? And they have drills. So they'll have random drills throughout the year to kind of like help them get in the notion, like, what do you do? What do you do? It's just. And that's terrifying that that is something that we now need in schools. And I'm going to say it again. The reason you need that in schools in the United States is because the gun control is so piss poor. It is. It's. And I, I'm talking that, from someone from the United so Kingdom. That we don't have. We have guns here that we can go and get guns for yeah. hunting. You can go and buy a rifle. You can go yes. and buy a shotgun. We can't get handguns here, not legally. Um, yeah. The big problem we have here is knife crime. Um, a knife crime. Yeah, knife crime is a very different sort of crime. So it's very much uh, you tend to get a mugging or you'll get someone will be stabbed in the street or a couple of people will be stabbed in the street. Yeah, but that is something that doesn't really happen. Touch wood, pray to God it never does. It doesn't. It's not something that happens in schools, not to a yeah. grand scale like it is in the United States. Yeah, and exactly. If there was someone with a knife in a school, a teacher is much more equipped to deal with a fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen-year-old with a knife than they would be with an pers- assault rifle. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because that. Again, that's a weapon that's used. Like, you are going to do destruction with that. That's not just a handgun where, you know, you shoot a few times and you're you're done, whatever. You're talking about semi-automatic rifles and shit that has machine, uh, what are they called, magazines. It's just... I mean, I'm not saying that you should not have the right to carry a gun. Before anyone jumps on and starts going, well, it's my whatever amendment right it is to and that's what that's what we're going to get i'm going to go ahead and let you know now that we're still going to get that kind of shit because somebody is going to because this world is a garbage can of shit (laughs) and i'm trying to be ugly but just saying well i'm going to clarify my position on it now i'm not saying you should not be able to get a gun i'm not saying at 18 you should not be able to get a gun what i am saying is the same way that you restrict alcohol and you restrict entrance to clubs, and you restrict driving. Yeah, casinos, things like that. What I'm saying is, at a certain age, you're only allowed a certain calibre of weapon, a certain size of gun. And there has to be some form of vetting process that takes place over a period of time before you get given that weapon. And then after a certain period of time, then maybe you can get another weapon. And at no point should you ever need for home protection, which is what your guns are for, is for home protection, is to protect yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. At no point will you ever be in a position where you have so many people coming to your house to try and get in that you need a semi-automatic rifle. That, I know. That's... Uh, like... What scenario do you... If you've got a home invader, let's say you have three home invaders... Yeah. You still don't need a semi-automatic rifle to shoot three home invaders. You do not need that. Yeah, that- I, I, it's, it's a it's a, a term we use like overkill because that's basically what it is. And and honestly, it just in my opinion, and it's my opinion, I don't like I don't like guns. I mean, like like I said, we have one for safety if we had to have one, but it is not a rifle. Um, it is just a small handgun that is licensed and. Yeah, no and, one here. No one here 
Uh, there's no risk of the children getting it. The, uh, there's below zero risk. Like they're and, not going to get it. And the thing is, Heather, a, a small handgun and an assault rifle, if you point it yeah. at someone and pull the trigger, has exactly the same fucking effect. I know. Like, if you're going to shoot to kill, you're going to shoot to kill. And they'll even tell you, like, I've taken a conceal and carry class because I took one to learn how to shoot a gun, just in case. Not, I mean, it was just like a handgun. It was a Glock, I think. But, um, you know, they'll tell you, like, the whole point is, is if you pull that gun out, you didn't pull that gun out to play. You no. pulled that gun out to probably kill someone. And I mean, obviously to, to preserve your life and to say in your, for safety, you know, like that's why, but like, yeah, I just don't think any of those kind of guns should be legal. I think they should. I, and, and again, we'll get into that, but guess what? You're still going to be able, there's going to be some scummy piece of shit on the side of the road. That's going to sell somebody that gun illegally. That's yeah. the problem we have here in the States. It's yeah. like... We still get that here in the UK. So we do have yeah. gun crime here. So that's still a thing. But yeah. that's a, it's a big difference selling something illegally on the street. That takes a bit of effort to go and get it. Well, where, it does. But... In, in the States, effectively, when you turn 18, you can walk down to your local gun store and walk out with a semi-automatic rifle. I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. Which and is they, crazy. I, they just... My thing is like... It's, it, there's so many other little subtopics that go off of this and we could talk about it for three days in a row. But my thing is like, you want to start with gun control, but then you want to start with this and this and this and all of this other shit. But it's like that person should be put through a mental health assessment. Yes. And if they're going to play... eliminate the, I mean, I'm not saying that someone with sound mind can't kill someone because they could, but Obviously, but if Salvador Ramos had had a mental health evaluation, there is no way in the world they, they would have, given they would have him a gun. found something wrong with him. Exactly, and that's my thing. Is like when someone's determined to do something, they're going to do it. And I don't. I will never understand. No matter how long I'm on this earth, I will never understand why someone picks a school no. or a mall. Like we've had incidents like that too. It's just. It's a scary thing yeah. why they would pick it, it my thing is like if you uh, hate this world I, I, I feel like most people want to turn it on themselves right i'm not yeah. don't don't kill yourself but like no. but i view these people the same way i view terrorists because i view this at this school this is a terror attack it is a terror that's it is yeah it, yeah um there is a lot more fallout from this that we're going to cover on the next episode we're also going to talk a lot more about Yes. the police response and a lot more about this wider issue as a whole. There is going to be a huge section on the next show for everyone else to share their thoughts. And I haven't put anything on social media yet, but I know yeah. when I do, yep. these posts are going to get a lot of response, especially when I put them on TikTok and Instagram. Um, I just, I don't want to be angered, so maybe you don't even tell me about some of them. <laughs> I'm not trying to be, like, funny. Like, this is serious, but, like, I am so opinionated. Like, it just is my nature, and I get it. It's just my opinion. Um, yeah. but well, we'll go through them, and if some of them make us angry, we'll we'll discuss that as well. Um, yeah. If you want to really give your thoughts on this, send us an email. Um, you run podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you've got some in-depth thoughts on this that you want to share, whether it's about this case or 
the overall issue because I'm quite happy to read a couple of those out as well. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you for tuning into this episode and sticking with us to the end because it is a, a difficult subject. Um, thank you very much for listening. And I'm going to hand over to Heather to let her sign us off for this episode. Okay, guys. Um, I did have a few mini breakdowns during this um, because it's something that is important to me as a mom, as someone who lives in America. Like, this is a serious issue. Um, but you know what? We're going to focus on that on the upcoming episode. We're going to focus more about that. But, you know, until then, because I'm going to keep it short because my mind can't comprehend anything right now. I want to keep it short. I want you guys to enjoy your new year. Stay safe, stay spooky, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. See you later. True Bye-bye. Crime. Bye. True crime. True crime. True crime. True crime. Your true crime. You want the boring stuff? Shit. You in the wrong place. I was uh, branching out. That's when the cannibalism started. Eating of the heart and uh, the arm muscle. People say Ted Bundy didn't show any emotion. There must be something in that. I showed emotion. You know what people said? See, you really can't get violent and angry. As long as I can reach in your mind and control your fear because you're a coward, I'm going to play any game that I can play on you all the way to the White House. The cops knew who I was and let me become a serial killer. Uh, making me feel that uh, they were a part of me. Give me the fire department or the police or the paramedics. Somebody. I don't care. You decide. Ain't like everybody else.